0: Welcome back to Everyday Einstein's Quick and Dirty Tips for Making Sense of Science. I'm your host, Lee Phelan, and today we're going to talk about hydroelectric power and the city of Ember. According to the book of the City of Ember, the city of Ember is the only light in the dark world. Beyond Ember, the darkness goes on forever, in all directions. And just what is the reason for that light? If you've read the book, or seen the movie and if you've only seen the movie, I strongly recommend you forget all about it and go read the book instead, you know that the source of Ember's Light is an underground hydroelectric generator. So this week, let's take a look at how hydroelectric generators work and where they're used today. I'd like to thank this week's sponsor, GoDaddy.com. GoDaddy is the world's largest domain name registrar and web hosting provider with more than 54 million domain names under management. You can go to GoDaddy.com today to start your domain search. And if you register your domain with GoDaddy.com, you can enjoy lots of free extras like personalized email, photo albums, getting started guides, and more. And don't forget to check out GoDaddy's web hosting service. Plans start at just 2 dollars per month, so get started today at GoDaddy.com. For my listeners, GoDaddy's offering 20% off your one, two, or three-year hosting plan. Just be sure to enter the code HOSTPOD62 at checkout. That's GoDaddy.com and code HOSTPOD62. To understand how hydroelectric generators work, we first need to understand electromagnetic induction. Back in the 1800s, a man named Michael Faraday discovered this interesting fact. If you take a conductor, like metal wire, and subject it to a fluctuating magnetic field, you can induce or create an electric current in the conductor. In a typical generator design, magnets are mounted on a disc called a rotor. The rotor spins around inside of a container, called a stator, with conductors mounted along the outside. As the rotor with the magnet spins around inside the stator, the magnets continually pass the conductors, inducing electricity. Now that we know how generators work, we just need to find a way to turn the rotor. As you might remember from the episode on potential and kinetic energy, energy can't be created from nothing. It can only be converted from one form to another. We're trying to create electrical energy using mechanical energy, the energy of movement. But where can we get the mechanical energy? The most common method for getting the mechanical energy to turn the rotor is via a device called a turbine. A turbine takes energy from a flowing fluid and converts it to mechanical energy. Remember that when scientists talk about fluids, we mean not only liquids, but gases as well. Most turbines attached to generators work by harnessing the energy in a flowing stream. You might have seen a picture of a turbine, it looks a lot like a propeller. Fossil fuel and nuclear power plants both use steam turbines in their generators. First they heat some water by either burning fossil fuels or using the heat energy from a nuclear reaction. That heated water turns into steam, which then flows past a turbine, causing it to spin. The spinning turbine is attached to a metal shaft, which is connected to a rotor, and this means the rotor spins when the turbine spins. As the rotor spins inside of the stator, electricity is generated through induction. A hydroelectric power plant uses the same principles, but instead of using heat energy or nuclear energy to convert the water into steam, it uses the mechanical energy of falling water to turn the turbine. Most hydroelectric power plants involve building a dam across a river to create a large reservoir of water. There's a small tunnel through the dam called a penstock, which has a turbine at the other end. Gravity pulls the water through the pinstock, converting its gravitational potential energy into the kinetic energy of movement. As the water flows past the turbine, it causes the turbine to spin, generating electricity just like the generators in other power plants. Wind generators work the same way, except they use wind instead of falling water or steam to spin the turbine. You might be surprised to learn that most electric fans are in fact just miniature wind power generators running in reverse. Electrical energy enters the coils on the stator, which causes a fluctuation in the magnetic field, which then exerts a force on the magnets of the rotor, causing the rotor to spin. The spinning rotor turns the turbine, or fan blades, which convert the rotating mechanical energy into wind. If you're interested, you can find all kinds of projects on the internet and on YouTube that show you how to turn old electrical fans into miniature generators. Once again, this episode is brought to you by GoDaddy.com. GoDaddy.com offers everything you need to make a name for yourself on the web, including domain name registration, website hosting, and more. Get 20% off your one, two, or three-year hosting package at GoDaddy.com by using the code HOSTPOD62. So now you know how hydroelectric generators and most other generators work. Anytime you see a mechanical device generating electricity, be it via wind, steam, coal, or river power, there's a pretty good chance that these same steps are involved. If you like today's episode, you can become a fan of Everyday Einstein on Facebook or follow me on Twitter at twitter.com slash qdteinstein. If you have a question you'd like to see on a future episode, send me an email at everydayeinstein at quickanddirtytips.com. Until next time, I'm your host, Lee Phelan, with Everyday Einstein's quick and dirty tips for making sense of science.